Hey guys, welcome back to the Talk Spicy to Me podcast. I'm Brianna. I'm Heather. I'm Jasmine. And we are going to talk all the things, but first we want to talk about our recent or our current read, just so you can stay up to date with what we are reading. So um, most recently I have read, um, or I started to read The Damage by Tijan, and I am so excited to get that book. That's the second book in the series. Mm-hmm. I finished recently um, Ruthless God by Laura Lee. It was a novella or short story in the Bully God anthology. And I have already messaged her in her Facebook group about this, but she broke me. <laughs> I don't understand how so much spice could be put into such small pages. Like, it wasn't even a full-length book. Five Peppers. Five Peppers. That's what like, Laura does. Like, she's so, she's so good at bringing that spice. It was effing-tastic. <laughs> I got to the end, and I was like, oh, man, I have to wait till May to get the rest of it. <laughs> I was like, she's a good tease too. Like she's so good at teasing. Phenomenal. I was like, good God. It's like this woman, all the steam right in just all of it. Okay. I see where you're (laughs) at all the time. So that was my most recent. Well, my most recent was happiness in Jersey. It's a series. So it's going to be like four standalone books. And then I think we even get like a little um, novella just, glimpsing back at the customers but um it's black romance they're like in college um they play in a band so it has like the music aspect and i love music so i just i love every single thing about this like isaiah aka zay is he is zaddy he is king like (laughs) cute tony braxton's i love me some him because i love me some him (laughs) That's so cool. <laughs> Take down notes. We got this. Okay, write this down. So, what? Didn't you read the the one that I was uh, currently reading, Bray? Uh, oh, yes. ruining Dahlia. Yes. So that is my most spiciest recent read. Um, <laughs> ruining Dahlia. That is mafia, but it's also a reverse harem, and it's the third of the fourth book set in this world that other authors are a part of. Um, and it's by C. the one I read, Ruining Dahlia, is by C.R. Jane, my first book by her, and oh my god, like, five peppers, oh my goodness, like, it's so good, it's, it has dark aspect, like, no dark, um, but the reverse <laughs> harem and the mafia combo is what, what hooked me, because I saw her TikTok, and I was hooked, hooked. That's, that's really intriguing, because reverse harm already is just like it's a lot of like alphas and then you may have someone who's not as alpha but just like when you think mafia because they're usually all just alpha it's like you bring it yeah, together like, like that is such an interesting concept yeah I'm it's like lions really like king of the jungle type of things like they can yeah. only be one man yeah i started reading that one last night you have gotten many of my text messages <laughs> about it um i am only 15 percent of the way through five peppers Five peppers from the 50 pages that I might have read. Five. Well, it hooks you. Like the, the real or the TikTok said when you're, you know, in a, when you're forced to marry someone because of your mafia family. So what do you do? You sleep with a stranger only to come to find out that it's your new brother-in-law. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> it wasn't even like, I didn't even read any of the blurbs. I didn't know anything about it. You had sent me something and I was like, Okay, and no, and then you were like, it kept me up all night, and I was like, done. 
that's what made me want to add it. Like, and that's why I had no idea what it was about because when she said the book kept me up all night, I'm like, okay, cool. Just drop that title, drop that author. That's all I need to know. And I went and added it. And then later, it when I saw um, the post about it, I'm like, wait, it is reverse harm. Yes, yes. mafia. What? I got. I'm. T- I haven't even. I just met the third person, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like. What do you mean you're surprised that he puts his pants on like he fits in pants? What? (laughs) Okay. He's not supposed to fit in his pants. He's impressive. Very impressive. Monster elephant. (laughs) (laughs) I am here for all of it. Is that your most recent steamiest read? Well, that's my current steamiest. My most recent steamiest is definitely Laura Lee's Ruthless God. Um, uh, the, the things that this man did. <laughs> uh, he has the most magical hands. He's also a tattoo artist. Which, hello, I'm you know That's obsessed like right with body alley. art. Alley. Right up your that alley. is yeah, up my alley. And then <laughs> you know the girl, she, you know, in the 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 short story from the anthology, you don't really get all of their secrets. So you just get like a little bit of their secrets. So. He thinks she's like the biggest liar and you know, she's really not she's a good person. You gotta find out like all the nitty gritty and she gives you just enough Easter eggs where it's like, I need to know like what who is who, where is where. But she was like, you know, this sweet girl that well, you were made to believe she was this sweet girl. And then at the end, she's, you know, bisexual. She has her VCH or VHC, whatever piercing, you know, she got piercings everywhere. That's all that matters. But I was just like, oh, honey went on the dark side and said, F this shit. Okay. (laughs) Like, she badass now. But Laura Lee just set up this whole thing and she's like, mic drop, wait till May. She is the biggest tease. Oh, like, I'll see how you do me now, Laura. God. Okay. <laughs> so that one is by far my most recent steamiest, but my current is The Ruining Dahlia. And I'm like, oh, this is not safe for work. We can only, only read it. <laughs> oh, it's Got it. not safe. Like, I was reading a scene at work because I finished it, like, at work, and I was just like, Ooh. <laughs> don't let Close nobody the- be looking over my shoulder right now. <laughs> Close the door. I got this. It's fine. Close that door. Keep it open. <laughs> don't let anybody in. What about you, Jazz? What's your spiciest? So my latest spiciest read was by my girl Tabitha Kiss. Um, it was called Pink Valentine. So it's like a novella based off of um, characters she wrote in um, Two in the Pink. And it's a massage. But basically, this one is like, okay, it's centered around Valentine's Day. Um, and she starts you off thinking it's like this, it's, it's like this secret. It's some kind of disconnect going on between them. But it's Phoebe, that Max. But in this book, they take it to the next level because like within their threesome, it's it the guys haven't like crossed swords or anything like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so this book is like Tabitha took it to another level. She said, Oh yeah, it's going from MFM to MMF. So So they went to Paris and they're sword fighting. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like honestly, I'm gonna for it to be a novella. It was so freaking spicy. I would definitely give it like five stars. 
Like nice. she she definitely knows how to bring this theme. Like their story was hot. Like five I need stars, more. <laughs> all five peppers. All five of them. All of them. <laughs> all right. So we have a highlighted book. What are we reading? Or what did we read, Jazz? Oh yes. So our theme for this month is Kiss Me, I'm Mafia. So our highlighted book was Brutal Prince by Sophie Lark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that book. So um, obviously <gasps> it was Mafia, but uh, it was really, really good. Um, it was. I think from the start, I don't th- don't know what I was expecting, but basically just like a brief recap, um, we have the the oddest of meats. Um, it was... <laughs> <laughs> um so we have this mafia family who is rivals with another family in town um italian mafia and irish mafia and the italian family decides to crash this party that they were not invited to and when they crash the party <laughs> he sets his house on fire. i was just cringing so hard <laughs> literally um needs to get out of the situation because she wasn't invited to the party. Basically, like, they don't want to get caught. So, yeah, she lights she lights the room on fire to get <laughs> getting caught. And Is there a such thing as a cringe cute? Because that, that's what that was. It was yeah, so you know cringy. What? That's official now. That's official. You got a cringe cute going on. <laughs> yeah, because it was cringy. Like, I don't think I would have light, lit anything on fire to escape, but I also admire her balls. Right. <laughs> I feel like that would have been just my luck to light something on fire. She was definitely ballsy. She definitely, like, had no fucks to give, honest At to God. All. She was you like, this is me. Yes. Like me, hate me, move on with yourself. Like, that was just who she was. And she wasn't a bad person about it. Like, it wasn't like, you know, in your face or whatever. It was just, we don't mesh or, you know, I'm me, you're you. And that's it. Yeah, like right. it wasn't like anything bad or you know about her personality. Like, she was just who she was and strong about it. No, exactly. Yes. And um, so from there, you know, obviously they're enemies, but they're even more so enemies because you know his library is set on fire. But um, <laughs> it sort of it sort of blows up from there. There's a lot of action involved in the beginning, and um, they have to in order to like reconcile they are forced into a marriage of convenience and um it just hits off from there and it is so enemies to lovers oh yeah just hits it from there but yeah go ahead heather and and tell us about the tropes (laughs) well i mean you mentioned a lot of them and it's really cool looking at stories and like highlighted stories like this where when you think back afterwards all of the different tropes that go into it and like i never really thought about it before with some of our books But when you look at tropes, you think, okay, well, this book falls into that trope. And this one, there were so many for this one. So obviously it's mafia, it's marriage of convenience, it's age gap. Um, Because there's like a 10 year difference between them. And in the very beginning, Callum, who is our uh, hero, he, honest to God, he thinks that, oh, I have to marry a child. (laughs) She's not a child. She's grown. She, you know. She definitely proved she was not a child. But. I think that he was more intimidated by her free spirit, whereas he was trying, like, he was set in his goal, and, you know, I have to do this, this is, like, 
where I'm going with my career, for my family, you know, all this other stuff. And she's like, and then? <laughs> so we have the age gap. We have the forced proximity. Um, enemies to lovers. Like, it hit on all of those. But it was funny. Yeah, it was, so, it was way funnier than I expected for a mafia romance. Like, yes! I think... I would laugh so much in this book. Like I expected like really dark and serious, but I liked it because I like to laugh. So I was like, it was, it was unexpected. Cause Brie, I think you mentioned that you didn't know what to expect from this. And I was the yeah. same way. I didn't know what to expect from it, but it was, it was refreshing to see the like humor added into it. Yes. I went in blind. I went in yeah. completely blind <laughs> and I was like, let's see what this is all about. And cringe worthy moments. Oh so besides the cringe meat that they had where he's like she tried to set his house on fire like there's this brawl and you know i have i had ptsd oh my goodness <laughs> from this fight like i've read dark and graphic books before and not that this one like was super dark but it was just those key points that just hit you in the gut and it was like oh you didn't like yes. broke his leg how what Ugh. But even, so, so some of the cringy parts did make me laugh. I mean, like, some of the action, obviously, like, during, like, an intense scene, I'm not laughing. But, you know, mm -hmm. after after I read the scene where she set his curtain on fire, <laughs> I laughed. Because I'm like, yeah. what? What did she just do? Like, <laughs> I laughed during that. So that tells you where I'm at in life. Like, <laughs> yeah. I laughed during that. It was, it was the, the, you're right, there were, like, those funny moments. Um, but, like. The enemies to lovers aspect. I I love that trope for mm -hmm. a while. Oh my gosh, I but do like, too. I think it was done so well because we understood why they were enemies. Yes. yes. They had that tit for tat banter that was like, oh, so wait, what, what was that scene or uh, that, that line that you like, Jazz, where it's, um, you took my it hair? Like the shower scene. Where oh, like, okay. Yes, yes, yes. If you they, like, want to come, yes, like, he was like, if you want to come, then suck my cock first. And I was like, oh, oh, oh okay. But then what was surprising was what she did next. Yeah. She was like, oh, I got some for you. She's like, I understood the assignment, okay? Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. My favorite line. Like, I was or like, like he got her waxed and forced her to get waxed. That's part of like the one up, how they one up. Yes, it was one after the other. Like, okay, well, now you got to be ugly and wear this ugly, you know, suit. And, oh, now I'm going to try and kill you. Oh, wait, I'm going to try to kill you, too. When they mentioned his allergies, I, I saw it coming. Like, because I even wrote you, I was like, oh, yeah, she, she going to do something with this. And I'm scared. <laughs> he was going to try to drown her after it. <laughs> there was just so, so much banter. And like you said, that tip for chat um, of the scenes that, Literally, I think I was waiting to see what or who was going yes. to do next. So, like, when it finally <laughs> exploded, I was like, okay, now we have this next level where, like, the spice is brought into it. So, like, how yes. was their tit for tat going to play into the steam, into the spice? And oh, um, the it, spice. It my favorite way to see how was gonna how they're going to do that. Like, how you mentioned, like, the enemies to lover aspect. Like, you always have that banter, and then you're just waiting, like, okay, how, did, how is this going to pop off? Like, And then. And then. <laughs> right. I what I liked about it was like he was so possessive and like crazy alpha yeah. that like it made their hate sex 
epically, like, off the charts. Like, even like, better. Like, he hated her. Or, I, I want to say hate because it was definitely hate sex. But I don't know if by the time they actually slept together, if it was really I hate her, like, she hates him type of thing. Yeah, I think yeah. it was more of, like, I think honestly. The original picture was he just dis- he was brought up to despise people who were against his family, and I think mm-hmm. he just had that ingrained in him. Like obviously, mm-hmm. both sides make assumptions. You know, they have some some biasness, but I think he was he had this idea in his head of who she was, and he was stuck hating yeah. that. So yeah. slowly, he started to realize like maybe this isn't her. Maybe, you know, like he did get to know more about her, but mm-hmm. I think that's with every enemy to lovers. When you, when that assumption hits and you, you, you know that you made an ass right. out of you and me, like. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I think it's like, Heather, you were mentioning how like she's ballsy. I think that was like something that played into their kind of like enemies to lovers too, because I think he even mentioned like how he had this idea of like the type of woman he would be with. And she definitely was not it. Like, I right. was so yes. goal-oriented, and he was kind of looking for more, like, a quiet girl that he could, like, lead and mold into how he wanted. And she was like, mm-mm. You're That's, yeah, and I she am. said it. She said it plenty of times. Like, I'm not your pet. I'm not your accessory. Like, you know, I am my own person. And I think, really, when she proved herself to him, yes. that she could stand on her own and stand beside him, he got like a whole new view of what he thought he needed in life. Yeah. Because right. she proved her place in his life. Shocking him too. Like yes. pleasantly <clears throat> shocking him. And it, right. exactly that, like you said, um, when he realized, you know, even though she's young, she was still brought up in a family that is a competitor of theirs. So she must know something. And when right. she proved that, I think he realized like how, how into that and how, how much he needed that as a yeah. partner because he had never had or or wanted that to begin with. Right. Um, I would definitely have given it five peppers. Just, like, the steam was off the charts. There were just the those pieces stuff, of it. Like, the, the spanking. It would get some kink. There was some gagging and bounding and... Mm. I love, yeah. I love the, um, as far as like a star rating, I would probably give it a four star. It was a great book. There were parts of it that I didn't really understand, like as far as like where it fit, there was so much going on. So like, I, there are parts of it that I was like, mm, this part confused me as to like how it kind of flowed through it. Like I got where it fit in the story, but kind of feel like it didn't add to it. Like the yeah. story was already great. I, I, I agree. Um, so I definitely would say um, four or five peppers for me um, because it's just so easy, I feel, to like rate this book so well from Spice yeah. because the, I feel like the fact that it's mafia, obviously he's going to be domineering and alpha type, but like, you, yes. have, you know, the dirty talk brought it up. Um, but for the rating, for like the star overall, I would say four stars. I agree. I feel like at times there were a lot of aspects going on and I I do love when there's a lot to show a lot to say a lot to learn but at some point I was kind of like um I'm not sure where it's going because I'm not sure who right now we're focusing on I felt like there were sort of two stories at times um and I don't know if that leads into more books in the series and I'm hoping it does because I you know I did have some questions but I also oh I'll definitely read the next one right yeah. I love the family I like 
Yeah, I loved it. Like as soon as like the the siblings, I was like, yeah, I want to read y'all stories. Like I want Nessa's story and I want Dante's story. Like yes. so bad. Um, the sister, the other sister. Oh my gosh, I forgot her name. But um, Riona. Ri- Ri- yeah. Yeah. Riona. 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 I was Riona. like, are Riona and Dante gonna be a thing? Or, Ooh, you know, I don't know. That would be uh, interesting. Yeah. He was like itchy. I liked yeah. her. Well, I mean, I like her. Dan, you know, she's always being compared or seen as beneath her brother. Exactly. Right, she's right. Like, she can hold her own. Like, cause yeah, he, it's like he mentioned, did he mention that? Like how, you know, he was the son. So he had to like, you know, take charge and focus on the family. And meanwhile, like she had everything, you know, all the tools and resources, same as him, but because she was a woman, it was like, no. Yeah. I think that's kind of what played into her bitchiness too, mm-hmm. because she's not being seen, you know, like how she should. Right, right. She wanted to be more, or at least seen how she really is. Yes. Yeah, there, there were so many side characters that I can't wait to read more because I'm hoping that I get more from this world. And I yes. know that, like, I feel like there's so much story to each character. Like they all had their own specific quirks or personalities that I was like, hang on. What about them? <laughs> right. What do I need to take these notes? Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so for mafias, you know, what do we what do we look for in our mafia books? Because I mean, I look for the you know the strong heroine. If she's going to be weak in the beginning, I want her to gain a backbone by the end. But if she's badass in the beginning, like. Hell yes, you are going to prove your worth in this world. And usually, like, the heroes are always super alpha-y and, you know, possessive. So, like, that heroine needs to be able to stand on her own. Like, stilettos to your balls on her own. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good, like, I love that. Like, I look for that, too. I think, like, with, like, all tropes, um there's always like a recipe to it. And I feel like that's one of the parts of the recipe. Like she's either going to just come in, like you said, like stiletto to the balls, like ready to go. Or she may be the opposite and start off really like kind of sweet, maybe naive, but I need her to do like a whole 360. Like I need you to be like top dog queen by the end. Like I want to see that evolution of you becoming like this little um cool to being like this bold badass badass yes yes i I agree the growth and development definitely needs to be there for the yes um and same for the hero you know it depending on how alpha or commanding or feared they are which i do want to see in my mafia um i want to see their heart and you know if you have a heart just for the heroine i'm fine with that but i want to heart. um i also really like to know how they got to their their place in life that they're in and what they're controlling. So I want to see their empire because I feel like in mafia it's super important to know like who they are and and why they're feared, if they're feared and right. what they are working towards. Are they working towards gaining more territory or own completely owning the ter- territory they have? Do they have enemies? Why do they have enemies? So that backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I think that plays a major part. For for like the mafia aspect, I do want to know the illegal or the criminal activity that's going on right. because um, the organized I, crime. Yeah, exactly. I feel like 
the the their morality is in question in mafia right. which it makes total sense yeah um and that can be you know mafia is really nice because it can be either a dark romance or an like a a contemporary romance with dark undertones right um so i just want to see all of that and i know like that's just so much that i listed but i feel like mafia is a really good trope that encompasses so much for guests yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like what you mentioned, Brie, like as far as like their organized crime and like what they do. And then even sometimes in some mafia romances, like they may like it's like reverse, like they start off criminal, but then it's like it's a lot of conflict because they may be looking to like come out of that organized yes. crime life. And then I feel like sometimes that plays a major part in the conflict because like you have all your different people you're working with and they're like, I don't want to, I don't want to do legal things. I want to keep doing the illegal things that I'm doing and yes. enjoying the luxuries of this. So I feel like that can play a part in um, the mafia trope too. Just like coming off of what you said as far as like what they do, like they can either be getting deeper into it or they're trying to come out of it. Right. So what do you recommend as far as mafias? Like what have you read that you liked? Ooh, okay. One of my very first mafia romances was um, High Stakes by Vanessa Waltz. Um, Adriana and Vince, they are one of my favorite couples. I actually put Adriana's name down on my future baby list because that's how much I love that couple. Like, it was honestly five-star steamy. There was an age gap. It was a 10-year ten, a age gap. She was, like, uh, an undergrad. He was, like, this... Uh, Capo, Cap, Capo, Capo, yeah. Um, so he had like soldiers under him, but there were so many times where like she's about to get kidnapped. Like there's um bound, there's um he ties her up, spanks her. Like that was the that was one of the first books where I looked, and he like it was a scene where he whipped her with a belt, and I was like, oh, I, oh. I was like, I didn't think that could be sexy. <laughs> <laughs> but, I was like. I grew up knowing this is bad. This is pain. I don't want this. And I read the book and I was like, oh my. Okay. Is this a red flag? Right. Am I drama? Or are you drama? I don't know how I should feel. But it is good feelings. So, yes. Um, that's one of my favorites. Like, anytime I think Mafia, that's like one of the first ones I think about. And then. Um, the Delustro Arrangement by C.D. Reese. That's one of the more recent um, mafia romances I read. It's a trilogy. It's um, Santino and Violetta. And Santino was, he was definitely that alpha we talked about. Like, mm -hmm. people feared this man, like, coming to him, coming yes. into the room. Like, his name evoked fear in people's hearts. And, like, mm -hmm. he had that vulnerability breed. Like you said, like, he, he really only had the heart for her. Like, that's it. Nobody else is getting his soft side. Like he is going to burn the world down for her. But what I liked is that she ended up being like the woman version of him because it became a time where like she had to take take reign of his empire. Like people were like his men were coming to her like, what are we doing? And she had to like step up and be like, OK. I'm running this, like, mm -hmm. people were questioning her, like, and she just, she became this badass, like, yes, I, love I loved it, like, had the men bowing down, literally bowing down to her by the end of the book, and I was like, yo, and the <laughs> mm -hmm. audio, I, 
that's the way you have to you have to listen to the audio because Emma Wilder, like her and Antonio Amada, like they just body different. They body Santino and Violetta in a way that like reading it just will not do it justice. You have to listen to the yes. audio if you're gonna do it. So yeah, those are mine. <laughs> what about you, Bray? Um, so there are a few. Um, Canary by Tijan is one of them. And that is honestly one of the most unique mafia romances that I have read because um, Canary is told from the perspective of foot soldiers. And, you know, when we read mafia books, depending on the setup and the organization, um, there is a hierarchy. And usually foot soldiers aren't high up and they, or they don't have much control. Um, but Canary raise he had so much power and honestly like he was doing the guy a, a favor being his foot soldier so like he just did what he wanted um but that was really good and um the spice was there also um <laughs> then there's rise of the king by bell matthews which is a contemporary mafia where it's not it's not dark romance but there are the dark undertones um mm -hmm. sammy who's amazing he is um, the leader of his mafia group, and he is in love with, like, on site, he knows that he wants this girl. Um, everyone calls her Snow because, well, he calls her Snow because she does, looks like Snow White. And she has such such a history and such a path. Favorite part, throw the Disney in. Throw all the Disney that's, in. That's your Disney loving heart right there. It's that's just me. That's like, I you'll, love all the Disney. You'll love it. Um, it, it just came out in audio, actually. Yes, that's what I was waiting for. That's my for. favorite thing to hear. Yes. Um, but Snow, oh my gosh, I love her because she has such a dark past. And she is one of the heroines that, like, she starts off strong. And I think her biggest thing was learning how to love and how to accept love. Because he was there for her. Like, he was like, yeah, I'll burn down the world for you and with you. And mm -hmm. I, I still love you. So um, <laughs> I really liked that. Um, one other one that comes to mind, um, Asher Black by Parker. Yes, I love that one. That whole like mafia series, which is really good. And another difference is that he, Asher doesn't work necessarily with ma a mafia group specifically, but they all resource or out resource him because, um, he like sells all the technology and yeah, they use him. Yeah. Yeah. But you kind of have like the best of both worlds, like not mafia, but I got the mafia connections. But y'all need me, yes. so yes, he's real valuable. And oh, I like yeah. how, um, the humor that Parker added into that because I think that was one of the first mafia books I read where it wasn't so dark and so serious. So like, it was a refreshing twist for me to read a mafia where it was like, wait a minute, I'm laughing. Like Lucy was, <laughs> Lucy was hilarious. Like. What's that one liner you mentioned, Heather? Like, like oh, with horny Lucy. Lucy? Like, I have to sit this bitch down. Like, we don't got time for horny Lucy. Her face is laughing. Yeah, <laughs> I love, I love that one. Um, for me, Eva Winners has put out a bunch of mafia books recently, and I've read all of them. I actually read them as arcs before they came out because the first one that I read, I think, was Vow of Mobsters. Or maybe it was Den of Sin. I can't remember which one came first, but they were both fantastic. And then the last one uh, was the Bells and Mobsters series, which she had kind of prefaced in the the ones before that it was like a like gonna be a thing because of 
the the mobsters and like the women that they found and stuff like that. So that's that the bells and the mobsters and it was like um I don't want to give too many spoilers. It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> Luciano was the last one that I read and oh this man fantastic. Like <laughs> Balls to the wall attitude and just possessive and like jump before thinking. So like he went, you know, long walk off a short pier and shot himself in the foot and then had to crawl <laughs> his way back. And it was like just watching this strong alpha asshole, because that's what he was, turn around and fight for the woman that he wanted because he had her, lost her, and it was like, oh damn. You are my equal. Like, that's really what, like, captured me. Was there groveling? Oh, it was fantastic groveling. Oh, I love, oh, I love groveling. And I love it. And it was, it was great. That, that's, like, she just set up this world beautifully, and I highly recommend her mobster series. Um, and, again, I'm reading the Ruining Dahlia one. Everybody should yes. read that. That whole world. So, yeah, all night. All nighters, read that one. And uh, the Knight's Ridge Empire by Tracy Lorraine. It has, it's mafia, but it's not like, it's not like the mafia, like Brutal Prince was. Okay. Where it was like, you know, two, like, families coming together. It was one family who was like the mafia, and they have, like, their issues with, like, different people, um, or groups, I should say. But it's really, it's, like, surrounded around the couples, but they are, like, mafia-based. Mm-hmm. So... I enjoyed it thoroughly. I just finished the most recent one of the second couple because the first couple was a trilogy. Now the second couple, love it. That was definitely like I don't want to call it marriage of convenience. It was surprise marriage. <laughs> <laughs> surprise marriage, forced proximity. It's fantastic. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Um, so. You always have great things to say about her books, though. So, like, yes, and you know what started it (laughs) for this series? She had um, the Wicked Summer Nights. It was an audio. I had just started commuting uh, to my office again. So, and I opened my email one morning, and I was like, "Hey, free audio." It was like a novella. I was like, "You know what? I can finish it by the time I got to work." (laughs) She's like, "Okay." I got in the car. I'm listening to this. By the time I got to work, I was sweating. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I got to go home. I was like, I don't even know if I can go to work like this. Like, this is just inappropriate. But it was that good. And it was just the the prequel and the opening to this world. So when, and when I went to go, I was like, okay, well, where's book one? And I was like, yeah, it's not out yet. Like, what? Aww. I was like, like way to tease me. I was like, okay, well, now I'm like, meh. So, like, the art came out. I was like, oh, and the way that, um, I think it's Valentine um, PR group. So they're like, sign up for the art books, the whole series. So you sign up once and you get all of them. So oh, nice. Back to back. So there's no, like, real long wait. <laughs> oh, that's so, like, good. once you hit that cliff, it's like, you jump off, you hit the water, you paddle for a little bit, and you got the next one. Everything's okay again. So I'm totally, like, totally okay with all of that. But that's so funny. That sounds really good. good. Like, um, good. I think oh, Tracy. I think Tracy has been on my TBR for a while. Um, but you had said you had said something that made me think of um, mafia. So specifically, I know with mafia. Um, 
a lot of them I feel like are the marriage of convenience or the forced proximity. And I feel like that goes back to, you know, what we like in them. And I just love when there is that, why do I have to go with him? Or why do I have to be in a situation? (laughs) Or I kidnapped you? Like, oh, they're just so good. They're so good. And that brings the spice or the steam up. Yes. Like that can make or break the steam. And I don't know. I feel like that's why this book added a whole nother pepper because they were just so. There was steam coming out of their ears. I just. All, all my notes are pretty much like whatever Callum says to her. Brutal <laughs> Prince, all the steam, all the peppers. Sophie Lark, thumbs up. Yeah, like Bye I can't peppers. wait to read Bye more books. Yes. I'm ready here. to read more of this. Well, y'all know me. I'm going to listen to it. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm ready to listen to some more of it. <laughs> I'm going to definitely go through Sophie Lark's uh, catalog, backlog, backlist? series of books, yeah. whatever back, you Backlist, backlist, hey. <laughs> All, all of them. Go back and read it pretty much. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can write a hero like Callum, and you can write steam, like that limo scene, like that shower. Oh, my God. Like that drinking scene, like the last. You know what? Hit me up. I got that. Peppers. That's <laughs> why. Oh, my gosh. That's why everybody needs limos and chauffeurs. And if you don't know why, you need to read yes. this book. Read, read <laughs> Little Prince. You will know why we all need chauffeurs in life. I volunteer as tribute. Not to be the chauffeur. I was going to say to be my chauffeur. Okay. No, no, negative. To be my chauffeur. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So that was this week's episode, and we will hit you up next time. Thanks for joining joining us. Bye. Bye.